Everybody, Merry Christmas. Uh, thanks so much for spending part of your Christmas Eve with us here at Christ Community Chapel. Those of you here in the sanctuary, those of you over in East Hall, those of you in the conference room, if you are maybe in the fish tank, if you're in a closet, <laughs> glad you joined us. It's actually one of the reasons I love Christmas Eve. I mean, I love Christmas Eve for a lot of reasons. I love the anticipation. I love the way kids are on Christmas Eve. I also love it that um, all of you come. Uh, this is one of the few times in the year where it's like a giant homecoming where all the family uh, comes home uh, for an evening. So thanks for coming. I uh, promised that I would read a couple of stories uh, from the Just Because uh, program that we have going on. You guys have done great, by the way. Uh, this has been an outstanding year. I think you uh, not only spread kindness and you know, generosity all over the place, but you, you tended to pick the right people at the right time, and you did the right thing uh, for them, or at least that's the way it seems from the way they've responded. Um, I have three different stories, and I picked each one of these stories for a different reason. Here's the first one. This is from Jenny, Cogga Falls. She says, I stopped at Acme on Bailey Road, to get some items so that my love could make one of his pound cakes. To my surprise, when I opened up my dozen eggs to make sure there weren't any broken, I found this inside. To the kind-hearted person who did this random act of kindness, thank you. You made my heart sore knowing there are still sharing people in the world. I hope you have a blessed life and a wonderful holiday uh, just because. She opened the eggs and there was a just because card. This is when she got home evidently from the store a Just Because card, and $20. I mean, who does that, put a Just Because card in 20 I just, I chose that for its ingenuity, because it's like Willy Wonka, where they <laughs> put it in, and you get it home, and you open it up, and there's a big surprise. All right, here's the next one. It's from Nate. Last night, uh, my wife set out on her weekly grocery run, and I went with her. Uh, I grabbed a Just Because card on the way out, intending to use it. We're newer members of the church. This would be our first card we've ever given out. We arrived at the Streetsboro Aldi, and as we navigated the store, I was looking around intently and praying that God would place us in the right spot at the right time to bless someone tonight. I noticed a young mother with a baby in her cart as my wife grabbed the almond milk, and I thought it'd be cool if it was her. She was here alone. Perhaps she could use this blessing. We made our way to the checkout, and the young mother ended up being directly behind us. That card was burning a hole in my pocket. This was, was no coincidence. This young mother was placed here so that we could serve her, all for the glory of God. I leaned over and asked her if we could do her a favor. She looked up surprised, and I continued gently asking if it'd be okay. We'd like to pay for her groceries. She stared at me, stunned. Her lips started to quiver. Tears welled up in her eyes, and she said, no, it's too much. No, you can't do that. You shouldn't. It's too much. Gently, I assured her it'd be okay. I handed her a card, and with her permission, guided her cart to the checkout line to start unloading it. She was very emotional throughout the checkout, thanked us a bunch, and kept repeating that she couldn't believe it. We had no idea how much of a blessing this was. As we walked out of the store that night, our hearts were full full of love, full of gratitude, full of understanding that for a moment we were reflecting the beauty of God's grace. We were overwhelmed by the awesome power of serving and giving God the glory. To be honest, we were stunned, and as I continue to play that scene in my mind, I find myself fighting back emotions 
The simple act of paying for this young mother's groceries had a radical impact on her that evening and brought so much joy to our hearts. Now I think about what Jesus did for us, and I'm speechless. I picked that one because it showed uh, that when someone does this, it's, it's not only a gift to the person that they give it to, it also fills them up with joy. And what Jesus said, there's more joy in giving than receiving, is really true. And then finally, uh, this is the last one. This is from a proud mother in Hudson. She said, I want to start by saying I love the Just Because program. And I've been thinking of different ways I myself can share the joy and love of Christmas and Christ. It simply can start at home. My children showed me that. It can be done in the smallest and simplest ways that can make a person's day. I was having a bad day from a stress stressful week with work. I knew it and kept apologizing for my mood. When I got home late that evening, on the counter was a homemade card, a marshmallow Santa, and a Just Because card. Inside the card written was Psalm 121, 1 through 5. In short, the Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. I was so touched, my heart filled with love and pride that they, my children, thought of me just because. I then settled down with a hot cup of tea and my marshmallow Santa, thanking God for giving me such thoughtful and loving children. Thank you, and God bless. I wanted to share that one because uh, I, I loved it that generosity and kindness came home was shared at home. Because Christmas is a time for most of us where we're home, or at least we want to be home. Um, you know, we have had a theme this year for our church, and our theme has been transformed in 2018. And I thought here at Christmas Eve, I would share a little bit about my own story of transformation and why I do what I do. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home. And that meant I had every advantage of faith and family. But when I went to college, I ran away from God. And I tried to fill myself up with uh, everything that a, a college kid thought might work. And instead of filling me up with joy and satisfaction, it emptied me out. And on a Saturday, I took some clothes and I threw them in my Volkswagen Beetle and started a 90-mile trip home to where my parents lived in Orlando. And on the way there, I started to pray. And I hadn't prayed in a long time. I don't even know how I started my prayer, but I remember at one point, I said this. I said, God, please, please, can I just come home? And when I said that, something happened that had never happened before. I was absolutely overwhelmed. It undid me. It was a, there was this, this, this flow, this cascade of love from God, his love, his grace, his forgiveness. And I thought at that moment that if I could spend my life trying to connect people with this God, with this kind of experience where you, you could feel his love and his grace and his forgiveness flow into you, then that would be the very best way I could spend my life. And that's why I do what I do. In Luke chapter 15, Jesus tells a story. We call it the story of the prodigal son. It's the story of a young man who asked for his share of the inheritance. And then he ran away from his father, and he got far away. And then he spent all the money trying to fill himself up. But instead of filling himself up with joy and satisfaction, he became more and more empty. 
And finally, when he had no, nothing else left, he decided to try to make that long trek home, even though he didn't know if he had a home still to go to. And Jesus said while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and began to run to him. And that father wrapped his arms around his son, and he said, in essence, welcome home. Welcome home. That's what I felt in my Volkswagen Beetle in the middle of Interstate 4 between Tampa and Orlando. And I've never quite been the same. In Colombia, in the country of Colombia, South America, uh, they've been struggling with kind of a low-grade civil war for decades. They have revolutionaries that live in the jungle, and they flare up from time to time with violence. And the government of Colombia has tried dozens of ways to try to, to stamp out these revolutionaries, these guerrillas. And then in 2010, they came up with an interesting strategy. It was something they'd never tried before. They called it Operation Christmas. And I found a two-and-a-half-minute video that tells the story of Operation Christmas. I wanted to show it to you today, so watch this video. Isn't that amazing? 
They, uh, they decorated nine other trees like that along paths, 2,000 lights on a 75-foot tree that was with motion detectors that would activate that sign that said, if Christmas can come to the jungle, then you can come home. The military, instead of trying to stamp them out, instead of trying to kill them, they decided to hook into that deep desire that every human being has, that you have, that I have, where we long to come home. 2,000 years ago, the sky lit up over Bethlehem with a star. God was announcing to the world that a Savior had been born. He was also giving a message to you and to me that if Christmas can come to Bethlehem, then you can come home. So if you are tired of running away from God, or you've been trying to fill yourself up with different things, and instead of giving it filling you up with joy and satisfaction has left you empty, then maybe this Christmas it's time for you to come home to Jesus. Because that's what God intended when he sent us a Savior. That's what Christmas is all about, whether you realize it or not. It's, and it's my prayer for you, is that if you have never experienced it before, that you would experience what I experienced in the car those years ago. That you would experience what it feels like to have the love of God cascade onto you, the forgiveness of God, the grace of God, and that you'd finally feel what it feels like to really come home. Because that's what God wants for you today. And that's what Christmas has always been about, whether you realize it or not. So, this Christmas, come home. Jesus has made a way. You have a Savior. Let me pray. Father in heaven, thank you for uh, not coming after us like the rebels we are, but providing a different way, for giving us this longing to be home and then providing us a way to get home to you so that you would run to us, wrap your arms around us, and welcome us home because of your son Jesus. I pray that every person here would realize that this Christmas and receive the greatest gift you have ever given that of your son, Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen.